0: Hi guys, and welcome to Nobody Asked. Uh, thank you for coming back to another episode. And on this episode, I have another exciting guest. I have Noor Zuneti, And if you don't know who she is, you probably have heard of her brand. And it's Relaxant Candles. And uh, if you if you guys went to Shababku, you just passed the booth. It smells so good. Like, it, it was amazing. Okay, so,
1: hi, Noor. Hi. I'm so glad that like the smell comes out. <laughs> like, no, it's really, really good. I loved it. Oh, thank you.
0: It's and also they look very pretty. So it's like they're almost too good to burn. Like if I, yeah, I don't. <laughs> I I, yeah, hate, I. I hate pretty candles because I feel so guilty burning them. <laughs> No, the comments
1: that I always get is, I want to eat them. So we actually have stickers
0: yeah. that say, please don't eat me because we're not edible. <laughs> Wait, do people... Yeah, okay, well, okay, fair enough, though. Some of your candles do look edible. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, Okay, tell me a little bit more about you.
1: Okay, a little bit more about me. Um, well... I have always wanted to start my own thing, whether it was a brand or be an artist or a writer or whatever it was. I wanted to start something. And for years, for the past like four or five years, it was just kind of like a period of exploration. What do I love in life? Like, I ended up going to AUC studying sociology which I love, but for me, I felt like, okay, what's next? I'm not going to do anything with sociology. So I started going into theater, um, interning at different um, brands and companies like Mat Solutions, trying to see if I like film, to see if I like fashion, to see if I like art. And it was just like this whole journey of trying to find out who I was and what I like. And I stumbled upon Pinterest. Obviously,
0: all of us have. I think every success story starts with Pinterest. Exactly. And then I saw people
1: making their own candles.
0: And I was like, oh, wait, you can do that at
1: home. <laughs> I was like, what? It was like mind blown. Like everything just went into place kind of because I was like I always love candles and I always love fragrances and I mean it's really akhtarhegga that attracts me to a person or like yeah you know connects yeah. me to someone is their scent or like a place. Yeah. So when I heard of that I was like oh damn I wanna do that <laughs> and because I'm also a writer kind of on the side I write my own short stories, I write my own poems sometimes. So I just kind of like, okay, I'm gonna make my own brand of candles, but I'm gonna make them as witty as possible. So you have candles like the lavender candle, it's your therapy session is here because what's more therapeutic than lavender? <laughs> I love that. So, yeah, that was my journey into how I came into Relaxant, just a Pinterest board. and me just being
0: bored and trying to be like okay what's next for me and it just happened so what like what um how did you come up with the name because coming up with names is so
1: annoying uh so it's if it was pretty easy because like before i even started working on the candles and learning how to do them i was like i don't want to be one of those brands that's just like this is a pretty candle, but it's very standard. <laughs> so I wanted to put my own like twist on it. So I r- like wrote some names. I actually had an idea of trying to uh, cuz I love films and I love art. I wanted to do like a line that was very film centric. So I wanted to do like a pulp fiction one. So it would have like quotes from pulp fiction. Yeah. But yeah, it's just I I'm a very punny person I guess <laughs> in my entire life even if it's in English <laughs> so that's just how it came to be just like me just sitting with my friends and family just saying like oh this could be a nice name for a candle
0: you know <laughs> yeah, of that actually I think me when I was brainstorming the name of my podcast I kept thinking like so hard about like what I wanted to name this thing because I-, I don't have a standard like interview uh, style or like um any nothing standard so it was very like okay I don't know where this is going so I'm just go with the flow so Mm -hmm. I couldn't name it anything and then when I asked like I think one of my friends for some I think I got someone to tell me like (laughs) <laughs> and i love that this, this <laughs> just sparked something it's like, it's like, okay. like nobody asked you yeah, yeah exactly exactly <laughs> had to say i'm like actually you know what i think Likrin, it, i think it was meant to be like Yes. and I took it and I was like okay this is the name of my new podcast <laughs> nobody asked for my opinion but I'm giving it anyways So, it, okay. you know what
1: this sometimes happens with me as well it's just like I sit with my friends and there are a few fragrances that I come up with and i am be like what do I name this I don't know what to name this and they're just like I don't know you're the writer here you know yeah. and then I have to be like
0: okay well this Can is on me now yeah this <laughs> is all on me now I feel so that though I- you go ahead.
1: Uh, so I have to come up with like a few things and then I take a vote. Like I have them take a vote and then we like come up with the best one.
0: <laughs> I got the writer part because I'm, I'm a writer as well. I love, I love journaling and I love writing. I used to, I used to write for a blog at some point And oh, so I've cool. been writing for like ages and so that's that's another thing like before i wanted to start my podcast i was about to start a whole blog and then i was like actually how about i speak this like like, what i'm gonna write let me speak
1: yeah yeah because it's just easier to speak with writing you write and you rewrite and you edit and you take time like looking at your work and you're like is this good enough
0: but with speaking it's just it's much easier you just let it flow it is, and, like, it, it get, like the podcast gave me so many, oppor- uh, like, opportunities to just talk to people that I wouldn't normally. So, like, if I was doing a blog and, like, I interviewed someone, because I did interview a few people that I actually brought on my podcast, so there's two episodes I did with people who I've interviewed, like, way before they ever came on the podcast, and, ah, like, it, it was, like, okay, so my first ever episode, I think, was with Mary Migris, I don't know if you know her, but she mm-hmm. does pole dance um uh,
1: yeah no i know her
0: She's amazing and yeah. so i interviewed her like i don't know two years or three years ago it's like a long time ago and when i started my podcast i was like how about you be my first like they were my first people because i don't know how to get in touch with people yeah and like, sometimes you get the okay and then you just take so long to talk like to um to record in and it just like like I, ask her, exactly it. <laughs> you don't even understand how like stressful this was i i told her i was gonna confirm a day like a day before i totally forgot past that <laughs> i told her i'm gonna confirm again i totally forgot past that as well i was like okay let's just do this one more time
1: and see if this is gonna go well <laughs> and like last time you texted me i didn't even see it and then yesterday she was like i'm just you know i want to
0: confirm with you i'm just like yeah. oh my god i didn't yeah. see let's I do it tomorrow <laughs> and then we just did it so yeah because no, when, I'm, when i'm in the بفكر for the days the dates or anything if i'm like like a few going on i'm i know what day it is i know what time it is i'm i'm aware i yeah. i like i literally just woke up less than an hour ago want to chill so, yeah too much my- you know <laughs> but then again, when it's uni time i barely have time to record as well which sucks yeah, but obviously Ugh. anyways so tell me uh, like um if someone were to ask you who is noor like what do you do N- not what do you do who are you in general what would mm-hmm. you say to describe yourself
1: mm-hmm. what would i say sorry about that <laughs> what would i say to describe myself um I would like to say unique. I've always okay. So as a kid, I moved around. Kitiyem. I've been quite almost through America and different places of America. And I moved around during like the time when you're being fully fir- formed as a person, like yeah. your your first teenage years from like 10, fourteen kadam. So I always felt like I had a different perspective from a lot of people that I ended up growing up with when I settled in Egypt and Bordeaux people who were in America and Kuwait. I felt like my mindset is different because of all the experiences I went through that were different from other people around me. So that really helped me gain like, I guess, tolerance and acceptance over things that people usually don't tolerate and accept. Exactly. um also having a sister who has autism i don't know if you know what autism is but yeah. it's like you have
0: yeah, the definitions and just in case yeah exactly
1: listen. so <clears throat> just growing up helping her and seeing her experience also gave me like a lot of perspective on what it's like to be someone other than yourself so i try my best to be empathic and I try my best to see things in a different way so that helped me become very creative later on in life I am someone who tries to master so many skills and I guess you can call me like the jack of all trades <laughs> you know <laughs> because that. the yeah.
0: right is coming out and I love it <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, seriously, but it just, it helped me do so many different things in my life that, like, I'm not great at or I'm not perfect at, but I have those skills. And that makes me proud of myself, which is something that it took me a while to see because I always wanted to master something. I wanted to be, like, oh, that writer girl or that fashion girl or that Michelle F.A. So you get know? a bit of
0: everything and it's genuinely overwhelming.
1: Exactly. So, like, I'm just unique bubbly creative person you're not gonna find anybody like me
0: but I'm not gonna say I'm not like other girls because that's yeah. lame <laughs> but I understand what you mean so we're good yeah, we're good. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not a pick me line I'm mean, gonna stop uh, stop thinking exactly. that Anyways, exactly <laughs> I love sometimes when I'm speaking like mid-podcast I'm genuinely attacking my listeners I somehow just don't like I'm I'm like okay guys don't take that don't take that but I just <laughs> like it's like is sometimes okay this is the thing with my podcast is sometimes okay. so once I edit the episode and like Mm -hmm. it's out I don't think about it twice so I never go back to the episode like I rarely ever go back to listen to the episode I just listen to it through when I'm editing and then that's it Mm -hmm. so sometimes when someone with like I meet someone for the first time and like oh I know this and this and this and this about you and I'm like where do you know that from? Where? <laughs> I like focus. I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot I do that. <laughs> I genuinely forgot that I just speak. Because, like, I'm speaking to you now. Nothing yeah. is going on in my head about, like, the 200 people who's going to end up listening to this. Like, yeah, <laughs> just, no. <laughs> so, it's it's kind of overwhelming. Like, it, at first, it was very overwhelming. And I took it, like, as such, like, a formal thing. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to sit here. And I'm going to be like, okay, so... What do you do? What is your age? (laughs) What is your favorite color and stuff like that and And then i started easing easing into it and it started becoming something that is just very casual and that's the aim though like my Mm -hmm. listeners usually do um if they're giving feedback or anything they usually tell Mm me like i love the chill vibe it's like hanging out with a friend and i want to keep it that way let's hope i still like i'm probably still gonna do like an interview interview but like that's just gonna be that's gonna have to be someone who's like you know like just like way out of my
1: league oh yeah no i get you but i do like this vibe this like conversation yeah 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 i'm a big fan of podcasts in general i always listen to like different podcasts different podcasts about like reality shows and it's not like we're recapping what's happening we're also having a conversation so this is fun i mean keep it that
0: way i feel like you'll enjoy a podcast um like you're the type of person i don't know if you listen to it or not um girls gotta eat no,
1: but I want to. You
0: need to. I feel yeah. like the, I feel like you'd be the type of person to like this. Also, if you guys yeah. are listening, check out the podcast. If you like podcasts, if you're listening to this, you probably do. But like, just listen to it because it's really, really good. Like, I I can rec- like my two like go to podcasts that I listen to are the Alexi podcast and the Girls mm-hmm. Got to Eat podcast, and I love both of them so so much i think i'm just like obsessed with lexi in general because she has a youtube channel and stuff and it's she's amazing also i love how we just sidetracked into like a whole different (laughs) other conversation and like who cares about this that's
1: what you get with me yeah (laughs) i (laughs) go to like a million different conversations when i speak (laughs) yeah
0: they felt like i could start a conversation and end up with like a completely different one i just i don't stop talking i don't think i do you know that Michael
1: Scott line where he's like, Sometimes I start a conversation and I don't know where it
0: ends, <laughs> I don't know it, but it, I relate to it. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but okay, so tell me, um, like, um, how old are you? And, like, are you still in uni? So, I, okay, this is
1: actually a weird story. <laughs> tell me. I am 27, but I just graduated. Okay, you
0: me. look like you're 16. I know. <laughs> I love that. What, 27 47? <laughs> okay.
1: I know, no. I got, I got, like, people are shocked to find my real I'm age. Very
0: shocked. Let me just I, say. That. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, but the funny story is, I actually graduated last year. So it took me eight years to graduate oh university. My was like hell. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, four of those years, I was basically not at university because I was trying to find myself, quote-unquote. Yeah. Fa- yeah, it was hard those like last four years until last year when everything was online. I was like, okay, I need to get my life together. I need to get a degree if I want to start <laughs> something because the thing is like five or six courses so yeah. it's not like i had a long way to go it's like no i only had like one semester and i'll be done so i just yeah so i finished my degree last year <laughs>
0: i'm so proud of you for that and you like you don't look a day over like 17
1: yeah i mean yeah that
0: I I get like, okay, so baby face. <laughs> what 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 age would you give me? I
1: would give you like 18 19,
0: what You're the first person who's ever got this question right. Really? The first person who's ever got I get 22, I get 23. No, girl. You, you look just just 18 19. <laughs> Thank you very much finally someone who just uh okay because i asked this question like okay when i ask people how old they are in the podcast and like Mm. they're like they tell okay some people i usually guess lower Mm. but when i ask them it's always like you don't feel 18 i'm like okay it's probably emotional maturity be like i don't want to be 23 yeah exactly, but i'm old i'm gonna look old and like i don't want that thank you no. <laughs> trust me i don't
1: want
0: to be 27 but I'm 27. <laughs> I'm 27 i'm still in shock kind of if you can if you if you see her because just open up her instagram right now you're yes. not gonna believe that she's 27 <laughs> Yeah, no, means- my cousin
1: was like a few months ago. He was talking me about how 30 year olds are old, and I w- was personally. Yes, offended. I'm that person who says that. <laughs> I was I'm like, 30 year old? I'm
0: gonna be 30 in three years. Oh my god. <laughs> I can't, I can't, like, I can't even think of turning 20 because that still hasn't, like, it's not processing fit Mary, and like the whole fact and i'm just started uni is still not processing fit Mary. like sometimes yeah. i'm talking i'm still going like, even though i even like my last year of school i didn't even go to school i spent it as a gap year so mm-hmm. i kind of had what you had with experimenting and i did so many things as well before i kind of eased it into the podcast yeah but um i didn't even go to school and sometimes i still find myself being like oh, madrasa and i'm like okay you gotta stop saying that
1: yeah no i get you but like a secret that no one tells you is like no matter how old you are you still think like you're 16 15 you don't really grow out of that until you start going to work and you just feel like oh my god i have all these responsibilities
0: why do i have all these responsibilities i just want to sleep
1: (laughs) or that's just like me and my friends
0: i miss it it so so much i miss sleeping yeah (laughs) Okay, so I I'm I'm a Zaid resident and Sam. my uni, my uni is there. So I think you relate to that to me on that one. Yeah. I'm, I'm 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 i go to GUC and so um to wake up for a first tutorial or lecture or whatever, I have to wake up at five. Yeah. Like yesterday I slept at five. I don't know how I'm gonna yeah. fix that. <laughs> I don't know how I'm gonna fix that. I really don't. So yeah. No, it sucks. It sucks. Okay, but what's one thing that uni taught you? Like, what's Mm -hmm. one lesson that being in uni has, like, taught you? Like, the most important? So, it taught me... Theater taught me one thing. Theater taught me how to... So, did you graduate uh, as a theater major?
1: No, I graduated as a sociology major, but I studied psychology and theater. So, Uh I I had, like, minors and, like, double majors for a while. (laughs) but uh, theater i was like really into for like two years so i was very committed and i was always in the crew so like stage management costume design set, and these kind of things i don't like to act much even though i love to perform in my bedroom yeah. you know <laughs> like do. you know just like do. singing or acting out you know discussions by myself it's just yeah. like yeah but like i um i loved being behind the scenes and that really taught me management and that really helped me starting my own brand and it was it was crazy it felt like oh this isn't so hard because I already have the experience you
0: know yeah no I love that and okay so you moved around a lot and I I moved once so I can just relate to you a tiny bit and so what did like okay so you said you moved to like many countries so like Did you pick up certain things from certain countries or no?
1: Oh Yeah, definitely. Like, I remember when I came back to... Okay, so what I did was I went to Florida when I was nine, I think. I came back when I was 11, 12. And then, uh, like, two years later, I went to Virginia and stayed there for a year. Then I came back at, like, 14 or 15 and just... I stayed here since. So... Yeah, definitely I picked up a few things. First of all, I forgot my Arabic. So I remember when I came here, I Oh did... yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just like speaking I I ha- whenever I had to speak Arabic, it was always like five words in English, two words in Arabic per sentence. And yeah. uh, that was one. And secondly, like I guess because I came back as a teenager or early teenager and People had that mindset. It's like, oh, she comes from America. She's, like, so open. She's, like, so shy of me. And it was just like, no, I'm just friendly. Yeah,
0: because
1: it was weird. Also, like, I had different ideas about, like, feminism and gay rights. Because, like, when I was in Virginia, I was 13, 14 at the same time. Had My friend group was all, like, queer yeah, and yeah. all goths at the same time mm-hmm. <laughs> it was that time ABC like, Pinterest yeah yeah like no, no, no it was the Tumblr time I think like, it was a Tumblr yeah
0: I was gonna say that Tumblr Tumblr
1: yeah. Myspace 2007 kind of yeah
0: Myspace yeah, I mean- <laughs> now I'm too young to know Myspace I'm not young enough for Tumblr though <laughs>
1: <laughs> no no I had a I had a Myspace it was weird
0: <laughs> I think we've all went through that though like, yeah yeah, yeah shaping your character phase
1: exactly so yeah i had that like you know at the back of my mind when i came here it's like girls have curfews girls can't wear certain things you can't hang out with guys alone you can't do this you can't do that and it just I remember thinking like what is going on? This is so strange. And then I remembered once something weird happened in my school where like a guy just like called me a really bad name because he liked me and I didn't like him. So it was a nice Yeah. So it was like a rejection. Yeah, it was like a nice guy TM moment. And I remember my friends were like, You have to slap him now. I'm just like, Okay, I'm gonna slap him. So I gave him like the weakest slap, like you know
0: <laughs> just he,
1: high five this face <laughs> exactly and his mom went to the school and she just like complained about me so i remember a teacher came in and he was like it's the girl's fault because she gave him a reason to call her that name i remember thinking like
0: girl what school did you go to?"
1: try <laughs> Wow! okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I I'm I always called them out on things like that. It
0: was always As weird. As yeah. Should.
1: Exactly. Yeah, so I thought th- like,
0: that was Arabic teachers all the time.
1: Oh no, this wasn't just Arabic teachers. This was like the admin. They were all very, very sexist. So I remember thinking like, I'm the victim here. Why am I being blamed? You know? Yeah. So that was the like biggest experience that happened to me when I came back and I was just like
0: okay yeah this I is so." I that here it's a little bit more sexist
1: oh yeah definitely I mean it's still sexist over there I'm not gonna yeah. lie and I had to also like overcome some sort of xenophobia because I came from Egypt as well and I had you know southern teachers yeah but like because in Virginia it's kind of like a metropolis because you're right next to dc so you have people from all over the place so you don't actually like notice that as much as when you go to other places but when i came here it was just such a shock like there were so many things i couldn't do so many things i couldn't say so many people i couldn't hang out with
0: i i kind of relate to that so um but i didn't move a long time like i i moved uh for like i think two years and i went to england i went to london Mm -hmm. and it, but I went, you know, those, like, early developing stages. So you're, like, you're developing who you are. And mm-hmm. so you're, like, um, you just, you, it's your character getting built up. And so I remember coming back, what trying to, for the Arabi, they, they used to make you, like, read in class and stuff. And I remember, just I'm not even gonna say it because I know if my friends listen to this, I'm gonna get like I'm, they're gonna remember that, and I don't want that. But like, and they're gonna roast you yeah.
1: over it. Yeah. So,
0: <laughs> I read this word in like like the heavy Arabic thing, like you know, like just not like in the correct form or whatever, mm-hmm. and it became my name for that whole year. I'm Did not enjoying. It was horrible, and like oh, <laughs> yeah, no, but I it took me a while as well to be like um. Actually, like here, they care way more about looks than they did there. Like, I, I, am a kid. I'm a freaking child. I'm like, what? I was like, I don't know what you call grade six or seven. I don't know. I'm still yeah. a freaking kid. So, like, c- coming here and realizing, oh, I have to actually like look good. And the girls are, are, are like having their hair done and nails, and I'm like here. I'm like, no one cared about this over there. No one cares about this. <laughs> No one did, though. Like, I never felt the need to look pretty or hot over there. But when I came here, it was like, why is there this need to just also westernize everything for some reason?
1: Yeah. My
0: experience uh,
1: experience with that is different, though, because when I moved to Virginia, I was like 12, 13, everybody started wearing makeup. Everybody was wearing those, like, Abercrombie shirts with those, like, Hollister jeans, and then, you know, later on in the year, being friends with goth people, you know, so it was just like makeup, makeup, you know. Yeah. So when I came back, I had all this makeup and Taban being, you know, a 13, 14 year old, you just put whatever on. Exactly. And we used to have the eyeliner that was like under our eyes and over our eyes. So I already have small eyes, so it made it even smaller. <laughs> I could so- imagine. Yeah, so I remember that was the time that me and my friends in Egypt started like, okay, accessories and stuff. But yeah, so it's
0: the opposite for me. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it, everyone's experience is a lot different, but I still mm-hmm. love that. But for me, like, okay, so what's like, if you got one piece of advice when you were abroad in whatever country, doesn't matter, what's something that stuck with you? Like, what's something you learned and it's stuck with you and you think it's going to be stuck with you forever no
1: something that i learned definitely is just like there are so many people like different people we're not a homogenous group and we don't have to be a homogenous group just because like someone is like queer or someone is more conservative or whatever we don't have to get them to kind of like adapt to us or we don't have to get them to be the same as us we have to learn why they're different and act upon that because that's like sorry (laughs) people coming in no but something really like it really did teach me to understand that like i'm someone who's different from the person who's next to me who's different to the person that's next to me and it's not my job to change them to be like me it's my job to know how they're like and to just like
0: deal with it exactly i love that actually i think for me i i've i always had this thing where in math for some reason i don't know why this stuck with me actually but in (laughs) Like, class, there was this teacher, and her name was Mrs. Balog, Miss Balog, or whatever. And so, this woman literally changed, just, she's stuck in my head, she's always going to be. And so, I used to say this thing every time I got stuck in something, and, like, I couldn't solve the problem. Actually, it's not that I couldn't solve it, it's Mm because I don't, I just didn't want to put my hand up and i'm like i'm stuck also i was like a very like a tiny drama queen so i I was like the whole clicky clicky disney channel type of person and so i talked like this okay so i just (laughs) raised my hand and i'm like i'm stuck somewhat like (laughs) and so she's come and she's she'd come next to me and she's she'd be like okay amina you're not stuck you're just lazy get it together and fix your problem and it's like this is math this is not why are you attacking me (laughs) and so like i I, for some reason this is this has stuck with me and so whenever i feel like i can't do anything so i'm trying to open a jar or something and i'm like i'm stuck all i can hear is her in my head be like you're not stuck you're just lazy get it together (laughs) and it's like such such a like i don't know it's just such a random thing to be stuck in my head but it is. I actually love it. Actually, come think of it. I haven't realized that till now. But yeah. And so I think also my love for reading started there. Like, yeah. reading Hannah, it wasn't as co- yeah. Now it's kind of common. But back then, mm. it was nothing common. Like, you read Biff and Chip. I, I don't even know if that's their name. But yeah, you get them, mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? And, like, yeah. you read them. And that was, like, it. Libraries were, like, ugh, library. And so... When I went there and I was forced to read and like, keep a reading log, I started actually mm. in love with the stories and falling in love with reading that I can literally sit one day and finish like two books. Just do oh, nothing. Yeah. To read all day. So when I fell off the wagon and I'm, I'm trying to read as much as I can now. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was helping
1: two years ago or like a year and a half ago when we started lockdown it
0: was so easy at all yeah Actually, really I, I didn't read one book during the whole quarantine
1: not oh, interesting binging but, netflix instead So no no
0: this now oh,
1: okay yeah. wait let, one, another one okay i just That's
0: started going cool. and this is when i realized oh okay i think i know what i want to go into uni because i didn't know what mm. i want to it was all like okay do i go into because I've, I've always wanted to start my thing i didn't know what my thing was whether it was a podcast or a brand or okay i grew up watching youtube as well so i have mm. this i still kind of have this i want like a like, let me be the next Bethany Moda, the next uh, superwoman or whatever. And so, yeah, you know, I grew up watching them. And so it was always like, I, I want to I wanna be out there. I want to speak. I want to give my opinions and, like, get feedback on it and stuff. And so, like, I was torn between what I wanted to start. And because I didn't want to start, I didn't know what I wanted to do for uni. Like, at some point, I was like, do I even need to go to uni? Like, I don't want to go to uni. <laughs> I think lockdown, I was like, okay, you know what? Everyone's painting. Let me just go get... Like, I used to draw when I was little, mm-hmm. but I never took it as something. Yeah. And so, when lockdown started, I just got, like, a bunch of paints. And I got a bunch of, like, canvases. And I did so many things. Like, I'll show you later after work. Yes, please. My yes. room. Uh, it's like okay you guys can't see this but the background i'm on now i have like lyrics on my wall and so it took I, i did like my whole i drew on my walls and you can imagine my mom's face when i first did that oh my god
1: she's I, like you're not a child anymore Why yeah doing but i this? did that
0: at a, as a child and yeah like, okay go clean them you did this now go clean it now it's my room and so like i'm like okay you didn't have to make me clean them because look look what i'm doing now i'm drawing all over my walls now and it's just like it's my room so you can't say and, anything yeah exactly and so my whole my, like half of my walls i just painted right on them mm-hmm. so drawing Oh, it's so much nicer than drawing on paper. It's just, yeah. It, I don't can't explain it, but it's it's amazing. But yeah, so I think I just no, I haven't like read anything during quarantine. It was mostly me discovering my art. Hence, I went into being an applied like an applied arts now.
1: Oh, that's cool. It well, is. Like quarantine
0: helped with something.
1: Yeah.
0: A <laughs> bunch of like it was a year of self discovery and then i had my gap year which was even more self discovery yeah full so, years where i'm like okay who's amina? <laughs> no, who is amina but yeah so, it's, it keeps changing though like okay so a year ago maybe i liked something now i don't um it it keeps, i'm evolving mm-hmm. and i you know what? this reminded me of a quote i journaled okay i'm just going to share this with my listeners and you actually just give me a sec take your time i was journaling and i read this yesterday i stumbled upon it yesterday and i realized i'm talking about it now and i wanted to bring you this up so okay okay wait i'll show you my journal because it's very pretty
1: tell
0: me okay so i i I wrote (laughs) <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I thought, um, some of the best advice I've ever received was that just because you chose to go one way for a little while doesn't mean you can never pursue anything else. A path is just a stepping stone and not your final destination. And what I said now just kind of relates to that. And I, I wanted to get back to that, actually. But yeah, it it just resonates with me sometimes. And it's like, you don't have to do one thing for the rest of your life. Of
1: course not. It's just like this this myth that we all believe that it's just like okay so it's school then university then work (laughs) and then family you know and it's just like i'm i am not i don't think our generation at least or like you know gen z i i I call myself a millennial (laughs) so i don't think we're wired like that at all because so many of my friends and so many people who went to university after me have been doing what i did it's just like taking lots of gap years doing a bunch of things changing their um changing their majors some people are dropping out and i remember when i started that i felt like so ashamed like oh my god i'm it's taking me so long to graduate it's like oh my god i'm i'm 26 and i'm in a class filled with 17 year olds and 18 year olds and it's okay because something your um quote reminded me of something i always tell my friends and myself um progress isn't linear
0: i love that and yes
1: it's it's never linear it's it's, life in itself is filled with like lots of curves and swerves so like why do we have to force it to go straight you know so it's just like Last year, I came to terms with that when I was finishing university. I was like, oh, finally, I'm finishing. But I was like, okay, I'm not ashamed anymore. I'm more proud because it took me more time to figure myself out. Whereas a lot of people I knew who like graduated university at the right time and went to corporate jobs, they feel like, Tab- who am I now? I don't have time for myself. I don't have time to see what I like. I don't have me time, you know? Like yeah. my friend a few days like a few weeks ago, she was telling me, Okay, I'm giving myself more me time. I was like, Great, what are you doing? She's like, I'm leaving work at five. I'm just like, That's not me time <laughs> You know, it's like I'm going to work out tomorrow. I'm just like, dude, no, that's not me time.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's it's like we believe and we just say that. It's like, okay, you're gonna do what you you were taught and you're just gonna work in one thing. Whereas, I think, no, you can do one thing and another thing and, like, another thing. Yeah. If you enjoy different things, because I'm a person who just loves a bunch of everything that, like, isn't even related. So, like, yeah, I actually can do all of it. And this is some, this is a takeaway. And so, I think we're getting, like, I don't know how, 40 minutes have passed already. (laughs) Doesn't uh, feel
1: like it at all,
0: At all, yeah. But I really 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 love this conversation yeah me too and I want to ask you one last question which I always have to ask and it is if there's one piece of advice you're going to give the listeners what would you say Mm, I would say it's
1: advice I try to give myself most of the time it's just like stop caring about what everybody thinks Mm. because it doesn't matter Your success, your failures, your down, whatever it is you're going through, it's not going to affect anyone but yourself. So it's okay to be a little selfish sometimes, unless you're hurting someone, of course. (laughs) And I, yeah, it's just, I try to. Like if I'm doing something too crazy With my candles or with my brand Or if I'm playing it too safe It's just like you know what Screw it It's my brand It's how I'm going to lead it And this is how I've been working with my brand Since I think last summer I'm just like you know what I don't really care what people think If they like it They like it If they don't I'm not really losing anything I'm just gonna go with my own vision And what I want to do
0: and I love that, And this is the perfect way to end this episode. Yes. So, uh where can my listeners find you on socials?
1: All right, so you can find me at azenity where I basically post stories about my cat, <laughs> my I- brand new kitten that I'm in love with
0: <laughs> love and that.
1: some plants. Um but you can also find relaxant on uh, Instagram and Facebook. Uh, relaxant candles and my website is relaxant.co
0: okay thank you for coming on i really really enjoyed this
1: yeah me too this was awesome
0: yeah (laughs) all right see you soon